It's a positive seed, manifestation is based on what you believe Outcome depends on how the situation proceeds But ain't no limit to what the power of the mind can achieve Keep it going, never stopping stop What's up guys, welcome back to another episode of Strive Tribe And as always, it's Nick and Devin And today, we have a special guest with us She is one of our trainers, Alyssa Hey guys <laughs> So today we want to kind of go into Alyssa's fitness journey you know, I've known her for a while from personal training, and then she was one of our members for a while, and now she's actually one of our trainers. So we want to kind of break down her fitness journey because she definitely has a different perspective on things. You know, one, being a female fitness enthusiast, but also, you know, having problems and seeing things from a different point of view with a lot of clients and, and addressing those needs as well. So we'll start off, you know, what got you into fitness in the beginning? Like, how did, how did you get into like working out and stuff? I started working out at 16. At first, I was like a big cardio bunny. I would go on the treadmill like for an hour a day, and that was my only workout. The reason why I started working out, I don't know where I want to take this. I don't know. Honestly, I mean, like what, what even led you into thinking about becoming a cardio bunny, in your words? You know, like what, what led you even to decide to, you know, go into a gym, to sign up for a membership? What was the first thing that comes into your mind? I feel like I have a lot of reasons, but... Ultimately, I feel like it's similar to everyone. Like, they're not happy with where they are, whether that's mentally, physically. In my situation, it was a little bit of both. And then I actually, a lot of my um, family, they went to the gym also. So they encouraged me, and I would actually go to the gym with my brother. So he helped me get onto that. That's awesome. So in the beginning, you know, when you first started working out and stuff, did you have any inspirations or anything that you used for, like, motivation? I remember I would follow like a lot of like fitness girls and that's where it stemmed from. But actually another reason why I got into the gym period was because like genetically, my family, we did not have very nice genes when it comes to the, the butt area. And I remember I was 16 and like I just, I mean, I was self-conscious and whatnot. And so I remember looking at my mom and I would look at my mom's butt and I'd be like, no, I'm not about to have that shit. Like, <laughs> let me start squatting. So that was like a lighter version of how I started going into the gym and all that. I would start with like 20 squats a night. I remember that. Every night before I went to bed, I would literally just do 20 squats. I was like, yes, this is great. <laughs> See, but, I mean, you took action in some form. Like, you didn't necessarily sign up for a gym right away. Like, you just knew that, like, yeah. okay, I just need to do something. Yeah. I, squats, I think, you know, will get me a butt or start to work out my butt. I'm going to do squats took action yeah it's not always about like if you have access to the gym and whatnot I definitely just started by doing like ab workouts I would look them up on YouTube and I would do like 20 reps of four different exercises, and that was my workout for the day it was probably like 30 minutes but it would I would work up a sweat and it would be like the hardest thing ever that's what I was gonna ask you like if was there a certain like you know routine or what, what did you kind of like program wise or what to follow what did you go you know starting off of yeah so youtube yeah so it was youtube and it was literally only abs it was probably like 20 crunches 20 oblique twist and then maybe like 100 squats 100 donkey kicks <laughs> it was like things like that and then um when i was like when i was getting that's actually how it started too and then when i was getting momentum my brothers were already going to the gym so i was like i want to go to the gym with older you. and younger I have two older brothers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're like six, eight years apart. And tell us about the progress, like, um, timeline-wise. You know, like you said, 16 is when you kind of started. Around, like, 
how did it progress? Like, you know, like one year in, two years in, like how you, you know, learn and gain more knowledge and like how to work out and what worked best for you? Yeah. So after I was, after I started working out at home, I then went to the gym and that's actually when I became the cardio bunny. And then I was doing like, like I said, an hour on the treadmill. This is actually what did it. So I had taken a trip to Mexico and I went to the gym with, again, my family and they would, this gym in Mexico, they would play videos of like, they actually played videos of Cass Martin and like bodybuilding women. I, I know when we were personal training, that was like, I want to look like Cass, I want to look like Cass. And I was yes. like, all right, let's go then. Yeah. Cass you, you, Martin. De- you definitely have seen her. Like she's, she's pretty big on Instagram and stuff. She's like, she's like did bodybuilding. she create a supplement, a supplement line? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, she did. Okay. So they would play videos of like people just going hard at the gym and the girls looked so amazing. And I remember I would be on the cardio machine and I'm like, how the hell do you get like that? So I would ask my brothers and they would be like, you got to lift weights. Like you have to lift weights, build muscle. Like all you do is cardio all the time. But like now you got to build on to that. And so I had no idea what to do, like from going on the treadmill for an hour to, oh, now I got to go into a big room full of weights. Where do I start? Females usually have like the misconception of like weights are bad because you don't want to get bulky. Like, did you really think about that? Like, especially coming from just doing cardio? Yes, of course. So that was like, I was hesitant. I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to look like a man. But my brother's like, if you want to look the way that those girls look, like you're going to lift weights. Plus it takes so much time to build muscle, so much work, so much weight. Like it's not just going to happen overnight. So I definitely had that. In my mind, 100%. And even when, like, I'm sure, like, when you first started lifting weights, like, were you lifting lighter than you probably could have just because you didn't want to, quote-unquote, like, put on bulky muscle? Yeah, of course. So when I first started working out, or going back to the what I was saying, I had no idea what to do in a weight room. Like, you just walk in and you see a bunch of weights, and you see people who are good at what they're doing, and it's intimidating, Right. Um, so I remember that's when I actually hired a personal trainer and that's how, that was my introduction to muscle building and bodybuilding and then like essentially my passion. Yeah. <laughs> Throughout your journey, like were you continuing to do like outside, like research on exercises or outside? Cause I know you're, you're working out more days than we were just training. Mm-hmm. So like on those days, were you trying to incorporate other things you might've saw on like, you know, online or anything like that as well? Yeah, so you guys know that website, bodybuilding.com, mm-hmm. like just the freaking traditional, that's, that's where I got most of my like information. And I remember I would watch Arnold Schwarzenegger like all the time. And, um, I would just be on YouTube, like watching those big people. Who else? I don't know, just getting all my information on like food, how to build muscle, proper form, and all those things. Yeah. Did you ask anyone like when you were at the gym? Like obviously not, not during personal training, but like, but when you're by yourself, did you end up going up to anybody and asking them, like, hey, hey, what are you doing? What is that for? Or uh, was that outside your comfort zone? Yeah, probably not. You came up to me. Well, actually, not exactly, like, what are you doing? It was uh, more of uh, to get information on the competition. Yes, yes, <laughs> I did do that. Yeah, because that was, I'm definitely going to compete in my lifetime, that's for sure. So, I mean, in that sense, yeah. But as far as, like, how do I do this or, like, what muscle are you working on? No, unless it was like someone that I knew that was like knowledgeable, you know. And that was just because you didn't want to step outside that like comfort zone. Probably, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, all, it, everyone's different. I mean, when I was first starting off working out, I was like thirteen. So I mean, 
you're a little older in the game. So like a 13 year old, I mean, maybe I'm just thinking because I was younger, I didn't really have that fear. Now being older, it's definitely different. Yeah. But like, I would walk up to dudes in the gym like, yo, what, do you, what does that hit? Hey, what does that hit? And then I would literally be like, all right, cool. Go write it down. And then all of a sudden, I'd be hitting that right when he left. And I'd look and he's not there anymore. I'm going to just try it. And if I look like an idiot, at least he didn't see me look like an idiot, you know? <laughs> no, I, I could That's not fine. do that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, to each his own. What's your... Because you said you started when you were 16, right? Yeah. So you're 21 now? Yeah. So, I mean, what's your driving force for continuing this long? Because, I mean, you've been going at it for five years. Yeah, at this point, it's just, first of all, the gym is like an outlet for me. It's therapy. Mm-hmm. So it's it's something that I look forward to every day. Well, maybe not every day, but I it, I enjoy it for the most part. <laughs> what was your question? <laughs> You've been working out for, you know, five years essentially now. Yeah. What keeps your drive going, especially on those days, like, you know, you love doing it, it's an outlet, but on those days that you don't feel like going, what makes you go? So, well, on those days when I don't feel like going, it's usually just a temporary, like, moment in your mind, right? It's like, your day's bad, and now you got to drag yourself to the gym, and, like, you got to push yourself and exert your energy, even when it's at, already at its lowest, but it's usually just that small moment, and then once you get yourself to the gym, which is the hardest step, you do your first workout, it's like, okay, you're in the zone. Like, you get it, you know? So it's it's probably just willpower. Like, just drive yourself to the gym, get in the car, <laughs> walk in, do your first set, and then your mindset, or for me anyway, usually changes after that one set, and then you're in the zone. Why I keep working out? Well, I mean, obviously, like, lifting weights makes you look amazing. Staying to your nutrition. <laughs> I Like I said, I want to compete one day. I will compete one day. And um, it's just my passion. Like any, any time, sorry, any time frame on time frame on that one day. No, no, because this is the way I think of it. And actually, like you can let me know how you think about this. Building like quality muscle, it takes a long time, and so I don't want to just go into like competition and then like shred and just be tiny. I want. I still want to be like thick of muscle mass. You know, I want to do world beauty, fashion, and fitness (WBFF). So like quality muscle, it takes. A long time to build, right? Right. But at the same time, like, going up there on your first show, right, like, you're not going to pose the best, like, no matter how often you try, like, you're going to get a little bit of stage fright. It's going to be awkward. So, at the same time, if you're waiting till your body is in the literally peak shape, you will not be at peak performance to walk on the stage because you haven't got those under your belt. So, I mean, it's one of those things where, like, you could still do those and walk up in your eyes look tiny but re- in reality like everyone's gonna look tiny because everyone even when nick did his show like he looked tiny knowing what he normally looks like but he was shredded in in like a picture i mean like like i have to post a picture online or something so people can see it but, like in pictures in like in relation to like actually looking good like he looked amazing yeah he was shredded yeah but like his actual size like just standing next to him you could see that he was smaller mm-hmm. but when you took mm-hmm. a shirt off you're like you didn't all of a sudden that like size difference didn't really matter because it's like right. well shit you got like an apac going on like you know so that's i wouldn't let that fear of like trying to let yourself not look small and build quality muscle and have this perfect vision of looking like Cass, you know <laughs> and then waiting to go on stage because at the end of the day that like, you're always going to have in the back of your mind like i'm not there yet I mean, it's definitely not just that. Like, I can imagine in prep, you were probably just, like, 
miserable for a lack of better words. Like I, I can't even imagine how hard that was. Like I know it's going to be extremely hard, the discipline. So I'm stalling on that. <laughs> and, and I, and I get, I'm glad you actually said that because going, going off of, you know, kind of just to add to what he said, on top of you kind of being able to get that first show out of the way, yeah, which I'm sure a lot of people that have done, you know, shows, competitions, or any kind of prep actually, uh, for any, anything like that, your body kind of adjusts in, in an odd way, meaning like there's certain features of my body that I wasn't able to. Relax. <laughs> My lats. Yeah, I could not spread my lats. Like I couldn't open up my lats for the life of me. I didn't know how because I didn't know how to control that muscle. Right. You know, and like I was, I was struggling so hard, and like I was scared. Like I was like, dude, that's like one of the main poses, like on stage, and it's like I can't even do this, like you know. But again, repetition and practice, and getting myself ready for there, and like literally, I think I only got it down, getting close to stepping on stage. Wow. And soon after that, it became a lot more. A lot of things, not just that specific lat spread or whatever, mm-hmm. but a lot of things like came more comfortable. You know, I was more open. I feel like my body just started to adapt to being uncomfortable and being, you know, you know, you know what I mean? Like it's, right. it's you gotta feel it. it. It's, you have to feel, you have to feel what if. You can't explain it. Like looking, yeah. <laughs> you can't explain it looking out or it, trying to, on the inside looking out, but from the outside in, you'll never be able to understand it. It's one of those things, it's one of those things that it does suck. It like, whether it's for a show or, you know, I have a client that does, you know, she's a professional boxer and when she cuts weight, it sucks. Cutting weight sucks no matter what. But at the end of the day, when you're cutting weight and you're going through that pain and you're seeing the results happen and you're, you become more in tune with your body in more ways than you would actually know and start to realize and you start to analyze your body on a wholly, totally different scale. Like it's one of those things that it's unforgettable. So, I mean, it is one of those things too, like you will learn yourself mentally and physically in new aspects. Right. And you'll respect, you'll respect yourself and be able to push yourself farther in other aspects of your life just for being able to stick to something like that. You know, it is, so I'm saying like my advice is don't wait. I mean, if you're going to do it, don't bum rush whoever is going to help you with a, with a Nick style and give, give them 12 week notice, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. let's like, it, you know, it saves the pain for your, your, you know, your, your trainer or whoever's helping you and yourself. So you signed up 12 <laughs> weeks prior to the show. Yeah. yeah I just told no, him. He, I told signed, him. he signed up. No, he didn't tell me he was going to He signed up. And he's like, I got a show date. I was like, okay, when are you thinking? He's like, no, like I signed up. I was like, all right, when? And then he, he's like, we got 12 weeks. And I was like, bro, what's your body fat percentage at? And we were at like 20% body fat or, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, like low, low 20, low mm-hmm. 20s. And then I was like, hey, man, well, I'll give you my, my 150 and, you know, just give me what you got because yeah. we got, it's, it's going to be a, a crash. Like, you know, yeah. and then everyone, cause he was asking, he didn't just ask me, like he had to ask other people in the gym. And a lot of people kind of give him the cold shoulder until all of a sudden, like, and I was like, you know, I'm down, like, let's do it, man. Like, you know, like I could, I could see you really want it. Like, let's, let's do it. And then all of a sudden he started seeing results and everyone started trying to chip in and give their advice and, you know, all this stuff. Or then they try to start questioning me. And I'm like, one, I'm a trainer. You're not. You're a, you're a gym bro or gym girl. Like, one, sit down. And then two, it's like, all of a sudden now you want to give advice. So like, and then, what what would your advice be? Your advice would be for when he walked on stage that you have validation, I helped him. 
Mm. Right. So it was more of a selfish like advice than actually giving advice. Yeah. I remember when you were competing, I was so like in awe by you. Like you were like admirable, like admirable. Is that the word? Yeah. You were so like, I was like, damn, you're doing it. And you were looking good, like better and better every single day. And I, like I said, I can't even imagine how much cardio you did, the caloric <laughs> deficit you were in. Like, Definitely. oh my God. That, it's one of those things where like, it's, it's a physical battle and it's a physical transformation, but it's also a mental transformation. Yeah. Like, and that's definitely something that you need a support system because like he would work out and I would literally see him lifting, well, let's just say, you know, deadlift and it would be a plate less than I, I wanted him doing. And I would literally have my client, you know, do the next set and I'd walk over like, you know, let's go throw another plate on. And he, I could see in his eyes that he was just out of there, you know, but yeah. he, he still did it because it was like, you have to get it done no matter what. And right. that's, that's why when you say it's like, it translates to more than just fitness. Thank you for the, you know, for the accommodation. Cause it, it does take your full wholehearted, like you want this, you want to do this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, once you solidify that and just like I applied it to everything afterwards, like, okay, if I want something career, like, you know, with my work, you know, or in relationships outside with my family, anything I want to fix, anything I want to give 150%, it's like, you just got to put in the work. Exactly. Just yeah. like, just like the one of the last podcasts that you did, the, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Yep. That's you know? something that you don't even realize you're learning along the pro. That's, that's one of the cool things too. Yeah. That you're going to learn a lot of things along the way that you don't even know until like you're just like right there in the moment or you take a small look back like, Oh shit. Like, right. That's crazy how that works. And it's like that one saying, it's, it's like you wake up and you make your bed because you're going to do it now or you're going to do it later. And that's, that's how you take everything, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. 100%. So what's the difference between you being, you know, a cardio bunny, to your, your journey from a cardio bunny to, you know, weightlifting and, you know, idolizing like, you know, certain female bodybuilders and stuff like that. And then even just your progression down and, you know, seeing your own results and almost being your own motivation in a sense to now you're on the opposite side of it. Now you're a trainer, mm-hmm. you know, like what, what's your view or do you, do you see things differently being a trainer versus being the trainee? Definitely. And in so many different ways too, right? Because like an example, you can look at someone's like body composition and you can almost imagine their body, like how they would look if they were to build a certain muscle, right? Right. Like what's, what's different <laughs> on being like being on the floor? Like what, how does it feel having to answer questions that you were once at, like asking? You know, do you feel, does it almost give you more motivation? Because I know when I asked you, why do you keep doing it? And you're like, oh, because I love it. But at the same time, if you haven't realized it yet, it's almost a requirement now, right? Right. Because at the end of the day, you can't (laughs) sell training, whether you're here or you're doing your own personal training or whatever it is. How are you going to sell your package if you don't look the part? Well, actually, being a part of the team now makes me more motivated. That's what I'm saying. To, yeah, keep my body up and like go hard at the gym, and it's it's the environment, like it's it's motivating. And like the members, even though they're the ones asking the questions and they're the ones going through the pain, and you know, you see they need you know certain people need big transformations or they want big transformations. Yeah. That's almost your fuel because it's like, man, how am I going to preach? How am I going to, you know, talk the talk and not actually walk the walk? I'm right. telling this person to do whatever they need to do. And then all of a sudden I'm bitching out and going home when I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. 
I want to talk about food. Okay. Okay. When it comes to food, I feel like food is the hardest thing. Not perfect, but like it's the hardest part about fitness, right? Because you can go to the gym and you can work your butt off. But when you go home, you're craving something that isn't going to help you towards your goal, right? Personally, like I'm at this point in my life where I feel like you need to have a balance. Because the way I grew up, you you celebrate with food. Like you graduated, let's go to dinner. Oh, you like broke up with your boyfriend? Let me take you to a dinner. Like everything is around food, right? And so I feel like it's important to have a balance between fitness and your personal life and gatherings with other people because it's not always going to be perfect. I feel like maybe when it's summertime, you can be more strict with yourself because you want to look and feel better in like a bikini for the summertime. But when it's the holidays and it's all about gathering, like enjoy yourself for that time because there's different phases of life. And you have to just take it for what it is, enjoy it in that moment, and then if your goal changes, then you just adjust, right? When you say, like, enjoy it, like, are you talking about enjoy the holiday, enjoy the outing, or you say enjoy the season? I'm saying, I'm saying enjoy that moment for whatever it is. Like, I remember someone was saying, like, oh, I've been baking all, all this week, and I'm like, um, well, if you're baking with your children, or if you're eating the treat with your husband, like enjoy it and then here you are at the gym right. like it's a balance of life yeah i mean it's it's definitely a balance and there should be still moderation in the sense of like i could bake you know 100 cookies or you know whatever and it's like okay i don't need to eat them every time i walk past the kitchen you know or like if i'm out even with the gathering like i'm, I'm baking with the kids and stuff like that it's like yeah you still enjoy it so eat but it's like okay know that you still have goals though right you know so it's like but also, you don't have to, at least in my opinion, when, like, I'm out at a holiday dinner, like, I won't not put something on my plate because I'm like, oh, that's fatty. You know, like, I'll enjoy it. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like, I'm not, like, pushing it down my throat where I'm, like, dying because I'm so full, you know, that's like, okay, like, do I really need that next one? Like, I'm good. You know, I've, I've satisfied my craving. I had a, I had a decent amount because I'm not one of those ones that, like, put a little fraction of something on a plate, <laughs> you know. But at the same time, like, you got to also know your own limits. And each person's different. There's not a, an amount that, you know, you need to put on it or cap on it. Mm -hmm. But just know your limits in within your own reason of what you think your moderation is. And to add to that, I feel like a lot of people feel like they have to eliminate foods that they enjoy to get to a certain goal. But that's not the case at all. Everything in moderation. You can enjoy yourself and still get to your goals. And ultimately, like, you want to have a diet that is sustainable, not something that's going to help you lose 20 pounds in a month, but then in three months you're going to gain it back, if not more, because you're building unhealthy habits. Right, we're just building habits that, or trying to build habits that aren't habits. Like, you can't, if you can't see yourself on this in five years, just don't fucking hop on it. Right. Like it's, it's that simple. If you're eating tilapia and asparagus for a week straight because you want to look good, it's like, that's not really a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. You're just doing it for this one thing. Like, that's not something sustainable. Mm -hmm. You know, like, whatever you choose to do, if you can see yourself doing that for five years without struggling to do it, and like, you're just like, this is natural. Like, if keto's your thing or intermittent fasting's your thing, by all means, you know, but make sure that it is something that you can do comfortably. Right. Yeah. What would you say is your, like, some of the major obstacles that you faced in, you know, your whole fitness journey, aside from food, mm -hmm. or it could be food, too, mm -hmm. from 
be from the beginning and towards now. I'm sure you're facing some now as well or a little bit before. I feel like, I mean, as far as like lifting heavier, right? That's always like, if you're bodybuilding, that's a struggle for anyone. But I feel like what really concerns me is always my form, right? Because you never like want to jeopardize your form for heavy weight. So I feel like my form. Oh, I got a good question for you. Honestly, I think that you could give definitely insight on this is like going back to nutrition. Like I know you brought the roast con leche like, and it was definitely healthy. <laughs> roast con leche. <laughs> like, and I mean, but it, honestly, like, it was good. And it's one of those things that like, is there any, any easy like tips that you do throughout the day that you could give someone else to make that, that meal like on the go? Like that, that seemed like an on the go somewhat of a meal. Yeah. Like you can make the night before. Yeah. I actually feel like People have protein powder, mm. right? And like sometimes if you just mix protein powder with water, it's too chalky and it's not always enjoyable. I mean, from my experience anyways. So to enjoy what you're having, right? So you can sustain it long term. I always make smoothies out of my protein powder. So you got to do like protein with milk and like a banana or any fruit that you enjoy with, I do cacao powder because I like chocolate and peanut butter. And that just, like, that's one way to, like, still be healthy and on track with whatever it is that you're trying to get to because you can modify ingredients if you want to gain weight, lose weight. But, like I said, enjoy the meal and still, like, have enjoy it long term. Like, something else that's on the go, like, what is, what's the thing you always bring in a peach, a peach jar? My protein shake. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I was honestly thought you were bringing, I had told her too, I was like, I thought you literally were blending up peaches and bringing it in each day. <laughs> no. So I tell everyone, you got to do a scoop of vanilla protein with almond milk, peanut butter, cacao powder. I'm looking straight on the camera because you guys got to make this smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> cacao powder, hemp seeds, and coconut water. Blend it all together and it tastes like a Reese's cup. It's so good. It, honestly, this kind of sounds like, have you ever, have you guys been to Robex? No. It's kind of like Jamba Juice, but they I've have been a Jamba Juice. No. They, it's called it's called the eight hundred pound gorilla, but it literally sounds just like, kind of like that. Eight hundred pound gorilla. It's bomb as hell. It's so good. Yeah. Also, if you want to like again, like going into enjoying your food but still staying on track and having protein powders, you can like mix it with oatmeal and do overnight oats and throw in again. My go-to are berries and peanut butter and cacao powder. And it's a delicious meal, and you guys would be surprised, like, how you can enjoy your food while staying on track. It's 100% doable. You just got to be a little creative. 100%. Honestly, I agree with that one. Like, overnight oats and stuff, like, it is bomb. Delicious. You know? And even if you if you know you're going to be on the run, like, that's something that's, like, you can make the night before. Mm-hmm. You can make yeah. that the protein smoothie the night before, mm-hmm. you know? So, it's, like, it's easy. You're on the go, especially, you know, if you do have kids and stuff, like, you can make a few of those and literally let it sit in the fridge, it's yeah. not going to go bad in a couple hours. Like, you can have it, you know, for lunch the next day as long as, you know, if it needs to be refrigerated, just keep it in, like, a little icebox, like, in, in your trunk or whatever. It's yeah. not that hard. You just got to think, be creative and think outside the box, you know? Every Sunday, I meal prep. I meal prep for Monday through Thursday. So that's exactly what I do. I make all my oatmeal, and it's in the fridge for three days. And then I do my lunch but I cook dinner at home because it fits within my schedule. But every Sunday, I meal prep. If you're out on the go, like, what is a go-to if you do have one? Like, if you're out and you don't, you don't have time to go home, you forgot your food, what would you go out and eat? That's actually, it happened today at a holiday party, and I still wanted to, like, stay on track. So they were ordering Chick-fil-A, 
and I just got grilled <laughs> fries with no salt. I remember. <laughs> I remember, sir. <laughs> I'm like the only person on earth that. That's why I remember. <laughs> That's why I remember. No salt. <laughs> we ordered Chick Fil A, and I just got the grilled chicken nuggets because I still wanted to feel like I was enjoying with my office. But I know that I still got goals to hit, so I just ordered some grilled chicken nuggets, no sauce, and I enjoyed it. You lost Nick on no sauce. Boy had in the fridge. He had he bought Chick Fil A sauce and he was putting that shit on everything. Ew, I will eat Chick Fil A sauce. Ew, only sweet everything. and spicy sriracha. Yes, Chick Fil A sauce tastes like nothing. Nothing. <laughs> tastes like air in a this mustard. I put it on everything. <laughs> what? So to go the opposite way with that. What so not being at your office like not opposite way but like if you were get to pick anything like oh. any restaurant like so obviously I mean that's that's a good one too that that did definitely kind of tie back into like not making it super complicated complicated enjoying like holidays all that kind of stuff like you can still do those things if you yes. made a healthy decision yeah. still enjoyed it but if you were just driving down the road realize you forgot everything you can go to any restaurant what restaurant or fast food place or whatever what where would you go what would you get. To enjoy it and to actually, you can just enjoy it if you want. I don't care. But or what? Like, what would your thing to be go to? I mean, it depends on the situation. But if it's like fast, I remember I was doing El Pollo Loco because their grilled chicken is basic, and then you get a side of rice and a side of broccoli, and then like their sauce is low calorie. I remember like when I was in when I didn't have time to meal prep, I always go to El Pollo Loco. And then what's your guilty food? Like, if you take that same question. And you're not looking at your food. Korean barbecue. I was that thing that's up there with Nick too. I love Korean barbecue. Yes, I love meat. <laughs> we went. We went on a road trip. Oh. Okay. Man. We were driving down to Mexico. Literally, me and Nick driving down to Mexico. And I was like, "All right." And mind you, we have to be at the hotel by like a certain time frame. We haven't even crossed the border yet. <laughs> uh-huh. And then Nick was, and this is like we're already late at night. And I was like, "Yo, pick somewhere quick, like we can go to eat Korean barbecue." I was like. Yo, bro, like, really? I was like, anywhere else? And he was like, no, like, I really want Korean barbecue. I was like, all right, man. We pulled over. And then we were almost, we almost didn't make it to check in because of that, like, our detour to Korean barbecue. I just want to throw out a disclaimer. Like, he made it worth his while, you know, us having to sit down and eat Korean barbecue because then he made me eat an an octopus. Obviously, I'm I'm definitely throwing that clip into this clip. We, <laughs> I still have that. We go, <laughs> don't do it. Oh god! It was like squirmy, right? Well, because I, I don't eat. I don't really, you know, eat like raw, too raw, like seafood. Fish. I know you don't eat like fish. Sushi. Like when I, I love sushi, but like people say it's not the crab sushi. sushi. No, yeah. you don't eat sushi. Yeah, exactly. Eat California rolls. Yeah. yeah. So like he like oh, it's an octopus, and I was like, all right, you know what? I'll try it. Wasn't the business. So. <laughs> Which does want me to? I, I do want to go into a follow up question with that. When you do have those, you know, you get, when you do allow yourself to have those cheat meals or on the go, and then you just had to get in that food that didn't necessarily meet your regular routine, uh-huh. how do you approach that moving forward? Do you like beat yourself up about it? Are you mentally like you know in agonizing pain, or do you just carry on your day like okay, that's cool, you know, one meal? I mean, I used to beat myself up all the time. Because you get into the mindset of like, oh no, this rice that I can't track accurately is going to ruin all the work that I did, right? 
But at this point in my life where I have years behind me and I feel like I've worked up to this and again, I'm at a point where I, I enjoy my life, but the gym is my passion. So I have a balance. I enjoy myself. Even if it's like, like again, the chicken nuggets from Chick-fil-A, I can't track it. And right now I want to lose weight, but I'm not going to beat myself up over it because I enjoyed, I enjoyed that moment with my coworkers and I didn't have my meal prep with me. So that was the best that I could do. My diet, the way, again, I look at food is like more holistically. So I just try and eat like really clean ingredients. I'm like really mindful of what's on the back of that nutrition label because there's a bunch of like there's a bunch of words that you can't even pronounce so why am I putting that in my body so I, I really make sure like ultimately if you can read the ingredients and you know what they are then it's clean for you yeah That's I cool. only shop at Whole Foods which I was that was my next question I was yeah. like what do you do your uh, grocery shopping I only shop at Whole Foods and yeah like I said I look behind that nutrition label and I make sure that I can read every ingredient that's all. And yeah. does your uh, grocery basket usually look about the same when you do your grocery shopping list? Yeah. So right now I'm eating chicken thighs, ribeye steak. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was going to study that one in the list. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, well, that one. Uh... <laughs> ribeye steak. And I have cream of wheat. Cream of wheat. Yeah. Which is like, in my opinion, oh, it's wheat, but it's it's like oatmeal, but like super fine. Cream of wheat. It's kind of like... Wheat and it's it is like wheat. Cream. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the description. <laughs> and usually vegetable. So sometimes it's like Brussels sprouts or broccoli, but I make sure that I have something green in my basket. And then I'm I, I love fruit. That's like my carbs too. Yeah. Drink? Do you drink? Only well, water. Only water. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, do you drink any kind of like you know? juices of alcohol like on occasion or anything like that or does do you t- also take that you know into a big consideration into your I only drink water because that's my preference but when it comes to like drinking I it doesn't really fit my lifestyle so I don't I don't do it often like holiday Unless, parties at work or anything like that no or, there was champagne gatherings. at work today and I was like no nope, I'm good I got training later <laughs> Yeah. So, no, I mean, probably for New Year's because I'll be on vacation and I'm going to enjoy myself. But, like, if it's a a regular Friday, Saturday, or an office holiday party, it's not part of my life. So. Well, with that being said, it was great to have you on with us. Yeah, Melissa. thank you. Yep. And I'm, I'm sure. to be here. Yeah, uh, <laughs> definitely. And I'm sure the members here at the gym have any questions or anything that they, that they would want you to go over with us the next time <laughs> that we bring you back on or anything there will be a part two don't worry exactly and then for for all the members out there and people that do like and follow us feel free again to drop those uh suggestions or advice or questions and as always we'll see you guys next time take care later guys bye